Hi, welcome to Haigeret, or The Message, a unique journal of original and plagiarized Jewish thought, in the merit of my grandfather, Benjamin Ari Ben Meir, and for Linda Bat Zelda of blessed memory, may her neshama have an aliyah. This week's Parsha is Yitro. We received the Ten Commandments, a Sarah Tadibrot. Of course, this is a big holy moment, but I actually want to discuss a less talked about idea that Rabbi Jonathan Sachs, Zecher Sadak Libracha, shared in his commentary on this Parsha a few years ago. In addition to receiving the Ten Commandments this week, Moshe, Moses, also received some advice from his father-in-law, Yitro, or Jethro. When Yitro hears of the great miracles that Bnei Yisrael, the children of Israel, have experienced at the splitting of the Red Sea, Kriyat Yamsof, he comes to Moshe, where he sees Moshe sitting in judgment of Bnei Yisrael day in and day out, but doing this all alone. Okay, well, what is Moshe judging them for? Some commentators say that this was actually the day after Yom Kippur, and that this Parsha is out of chronological order, but others disagree. We won't get so into that, but the point is, is that Moshe is sitting and judging lots of people. Just like me on a Saturday in the park. Oh, oh man. Yitro says that what Moshe is doing, which is not delegating judgment to a system of judges, is lotov, not good. Rabbi Sachs pointed out that the only other time that this phrase lotov is used is after God creates Adam and then subsequently creates Chava or Eve. Lotov hayot ha'adam levado. It is not good for man to be alone. So it's not good for man to live or be alone, and it's not good for man to lead alone. So back to Yitro. Yitro says that Moshe will wear himself out, as well as the people, by not delegating his judging to a proper judicial system. Well, obviously it would help Moshe to not be so exhausted, but how does this help the people not be exhausted? They're just waiting for their verdict, right? Rabbi Naftali Tzvi Yehuda Berlin, known as the Nitziv, has an interesting perspective. In his commentary on the Parsha, he quotes the Talmud, Surely where there is strict justice, there is no peace. And where there is peace, there is no strict justice. What then is the justice that coexists with peace? We must say mediation. The Nitziv connects this idea to Moshe and the people. Moshe was a prophet of immense power. Two people would walk into his presence with a conflict and he would know instantly who was at fault. Moshe was a strict guy. He wasn't one for mediation or for compromise, which means that while there was justice, there wasn't much peace in his wake. Sometimes we think that the 100% just thing is the thing that is 100% right to do, but from this idea, we learn that that is not always the case. Feelings and emotions of those around us are also very important. While Moshe couldn't very well lie about knowing which party was at fault, he could delegate his judging powers to a non-prophetic person. Not only would he be elevating these appointed judges, he would also be allowing peaceful reconciliations to take place. Mediations or compromises leave both parties happy and validated, versus strict justice that leaves one party rejected and the other party triumphant. Compromise, of course, isn't the solution to everything in life, but in conflict, sometimes it is. Maybe this really isn't the same thing at all, but Rachel Berry, played by recently outed as problematic actress Leah Michelle from the 2010's Fox TV show Glee that was about a high school show choir club, has popped into my head. If you didn't watch Glee, we can totally still be friends, but you must know in order for us to move forward that I really loved Glee. I had a Glee binder throughout high school that I used unironically and honestly pretty proudly, so maybe you want to stop affiliating with me? It's up to you. Anyway, if you remember, Rachel Berry always got the solo in every single song in Glee Club. 
I mostly blame Mr. Shu, Matthew Morrison, who recently played the Grinch in the live TV musical of How the Grinch Stole Christmas, two shockingly terrible reviews. But everyone in the Glee Club really could sing. They wouldn't have been cast in this musical show if they weren't killer singers. And yet, time after time, Rachel got the solo. Why not delegate the love? Yes, Rachel had an excellent range and that certain star power, but wouldn't it have been fun to see Tina Cohen Chang, Jenna Oshkowitz, a Korean-born actress who was actually adopted by a Jewish family in New York, sing the solo in Don't Stop Believing? Yes, it would have been. Tina would feel fabulous and Rachel could rest her vocal cords. It's good news for everyone involved. I dare not say that Moshe Rabbeinu being the only judge is Lahavdil, like Rachel Berry being the only soloist in Glee Club. I just wanted to share where my mind went when thinking about this idea of delegating responsibility. Yatro's advice is pretty amazing. He tells Moshe to find some solid people, God-fearing, honorable men of truth. Rashi, Rabbi Shlomo Yitzchaki, elaborates on this phrase, men of truth, Anshe Emet. He says that men of truth are people who keep their promises people who can be relied on, and so when they give commands, others will listen to them. I love this idea. Someone who follows through, someone who, when asked to do something, does it, is the kind of person that now has permission to tell others what to do. It's amazing that this is one of the stipulations for judges. I am always working on how to delegate better, and I'm always working to be someone who can be relied on, someone whose word can be trusted. So I'm going to really work to take both of these ideas with me into the coming week. Please let me know if you also have these struggles or if you want to discuss it. I really appreciate all of you who write to me. Thank you so much. It's really the best part of doing this. So I'm wishing you a Shabbat Shalom. Thank you so much for listening and have a great weekend.